Today is Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Juno Community Call number four, organized by the Communications SubDAO. Let's take a listen. This is where we will provide exclusive updates and information about what's going on in uh, Juno and uh, give you access to, I guess, insider information from our core developers. Um, so before we get started, just a warm welcome to everyone we have here. Um, welcome to our contributors, Reese Highlander, Demi, Max, welcome. And um, yeah, how are you doing, guys? Yeah, I'm brilliant. We are busy with the comms, Dal, as you well know. Um, I couldn't be co-host tonight. Uh, thanks for stepping up. I have got the, my little kid at home, so I need to be on standby in case I have to attend him. So I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, great stuff. I know um, Reese has been busy with uh, with uni. I don't know if he wants to chip in and <laughs> explain what's been going on there for a wee second. Hey, sorry. Yeah, I was doing something else. Um, yeah, I'm doing well. So to give an update on the the version 12, which we're actually renaming now to version 13 for some other unrelated reasons, we've been trying to get it up on testnet for roughly the past two weeks. I mean, I've spent 60, 70 plus hours easily last week just trying to solve the problem. We removed a module and we relaunched Uni yesterday. And as we received all the voting power today to reach consensus, it looks like we have yet again split in two different hashes. So I believe, and uh, other developers also believe it is part of the Oracle module and how the, from the, the technical side of, after the block is being signed, it's incorrectly you know, calculating both sets of data and then the validator chain is splitting. So that's currently where we're at with that. We're still looking at, are we going to continue on with Uni5? Are we going to create a new testnet and relaunch? with the version and an upgrade or what. So as a risk mitigation, I'm personally working on a Cosmosm based Oracle. Uh, it's currently public, posted on my Twitter the other day. That way that this will be as a backup solution if we do have to remove the Oracle module. And it also works as a an Oracle that other members can run permissionlessly. So if you needed to get a price of say gold or some token or a stock or something along those lines that will be possible on Juno in the future, um, as well as slashing mechanisms. That's currently like how our current Oracle module is, just not on the Golang implementation. So that's currently where we're at. We're spending a lot of time trying to get the testnet up to work that way that we can run this on mainnet, but we are still having some issues. So that's the update there. Awesome. Awesome. Great to hear that you guys are working so hard to to bring this update to Juno. It's definitely highly anticipated. And I mean, I'm super pumped to see when it finally goes live. So thank you for for that effort. Um, then I guess for 
for our validator community, um, do we have any news um, on that side in the validator space? So validators will not have an update of the V13 because we have to get that on the testnet first before we are going to push that to mainnet. Um, so that yeah, they, they still have plenty of time to continue to look over code for that upgrade. Awesome, awesome. Um, so I guess the only you're the only core team member here. Um, is there any other news on the development side that you would like to share with us? Anything, any other important information of what's been happening behind the scenes? Uh, I have something for uh, validators. Um, so I was following the uh, delegation subdial, and um, if I'm not wrong, the delegation program is almost uh, completed. So probably the applications for uh, the foundation delegation will come quite soon, probably next month. Awesome. Good to see that also on that front, um, something is happening and definitely validators apply for that. Um, as I get from the core team, do we have any more news, anything else that needs to be shared with the community? There is not. Our main focus is trying to get version 13 up on testnet so that we can bring all the great new features like FeeShare, Oracle, hopefully, as well as other improvements to relaying and thing and interchain accounts. So that's our full focus from the whole team is, is getting this up on testnet. Once we get this up on testnet, then we can begin to focus and 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 slate changes for other future versions as well. But yeah, right now, everyone, all hands on deck on testnet. Awesome. That makes a lot of sense. Do we maybe can get a little alpha on the timeline or do you have no idea how long this whole process might still take until we have it on mainnet? Realistically, we don't still have a timeline until we can narrow down the issue. I spent a bunch of time going through the the uh, database hashes. It's called IAVL and went through and Oracle was the only module that was was showing different hashes. And so the upgrade was successful initially. And then after we signed one block successfully, it then crashed, which is a very odd use case, which means that it, it's some form of non-determinism, you know, happened there. And we've got to figure out where exactly that is, because this is such a large update. You know, I believe that it's somewhere in the end block or on the Oracle, but we're still, you know, trying to sort that out. If we can find that, then of course I can come up on, on mainnet easier, but we have to ensure that we, we find this because we don't want to also halt mainnet and be down for you know some extended period of time so we're trying to mitigate that risk and we're much happier with it being on testnet and us having time to properly sort it out and ensure that we find it rather than than putting you know other funds and, and things at risk like that so we're going to keep it on testnet and continue to grind on it we don't have an update of how long it'll be and you know sooner is better but again everyone's working on it so it's definitely a difficult problem to solve yeah, it makes sense and definitely also fits the Cosmos ethos of security over liveness very well. So well within the value set that we have. Um, so then when we are through those updates, um, let's look at the little recap of um, the governance, um, the forum and, and what's happening on chain. So we had a couple of rejected proposals 87 making to no carbon neutral by purchasing eco credits was rejected um the cosmos options vault by csr was also rejected then the community spend proposal for amigo sound project was also rejected and right now we have a corrected 
proposal uh, to make Juno carbon um, neutral by purchasing eco credits again. And we are looking into a future proposal that might come up um, from the community spend proposal for Amigo Sound project. So also one that has already been rejected and I guess um, uh, corrected versions coming up. Um, that's what's happening. Is there anything that anyone would like to add to this? Maybe also from the community. Um, feel free to to add your opinions or or if there's something important you want to share, um, feel free. Yeah, I love the idea of Amigo Sound. I mean, I don't know who's behind it personally, but I'd love to see a follow up on it and see if, like if we've got any like refreshed ideas on it to maybe try and it's just a bad time for spending you know we all know that but these little ideas are amazing i think me being a, a touring sound engineer in the past as well i think it's a great idea um i'd love to i'd love to get chatting to the person who's uh, behind it if they want to dm me man just yeah give us a shout that'd be awesome yeah definitely um if someone of the project is part here maybe reach out to the Juno Comstow um, so we can learn a little bit more maybe even get it on the inside scoop so that the community gets a good chance to to learn about the project and make a more informed decision because I think in the end we all want to see Juno grow we all want to see more dApps on Juno but when it comes to funding um, we cannot just spray um, it's important that the community has a good idea of what the project is, knows a lot about the project, the team, and then can make an informed decision of where such spendings make a lot of sense. Then I think it's time to to move on to some other interesting uh, debate that, that we have. Um, and we have for that hopers here. And I think um, Wind also said they would be joining, but I cannot see them in in the. Um, I cannot see them among the participants. Oh, they just I see it now. All right, so I invite Wind and Hoppers both to speak. Um, currently, for anyone that's not knowing what's going on, is that there is this discussion if we want to have. Um, or what we want to do with all the Juno that we have as incentives for liquidity providers in the Juno network. And there is one proposal that proposes that they all go to the Vintex. And then there is another one that proposes that they are split up between two different chains. Um, and that proposal came from Hoppers. So we would like to hear from the project um, what their arguments are for each of those proposals. Um, but before before we get into that specifically, I would just like to give each of the projects a short chance to share their updates, um, tell us what's going on on their front, tell us what they have been working on and, and what they have been up to in the last two weeks. So maybe, I guess, Wind is already up here as a speaker. Um, you can start um, and tell us what, what you have been up to in the last couple of weeks and give us a couple updates. Yeah, uh, great. Thanks for uh, having us and apologies for joining a few minutes late. Um, so I, I guess the big news is we launched the DEX. Um, it seems like uh, it seems like it's been a lot longer than it has been. It's a little bit under two weeks ago since we, we launched it, but uh, it's been pretty crazy just working super hard as a team. Um, and when I say, you know, team, it's not just developers, but also 
um, people, community managers, um, governance pro props, um, and every day has been really, really intense. Um, but we're we're seeing the payoff. Um, you know, since we started tracking a lot of the key metrics on DeFi Llama, um, as of the 21st of January, we had uh, just under $4 million of TVL. Now we have 5.5 million. So that represents like a 166,000 uh, average TVL gain per day over the past uh, 10 days, um, which I think is a good trend and it's still continuing to grow. And we expect it to grow more as more pools um, are added and as um, we open up the gauge incentives. Um, so next next Monday, um, we'll have a lot more pools eligible for gauge incentives. And uh, that should hopefully also increase the utility of stake weight gauges and you know a lot of cool features that we have. Um, in terms of development, um, we have some front end updates uh, coming. You know, we've got a lot of feedback from um, the community. I think we've teased this in the Telegram already, but we're going to integrate the governance app, which is a separate web page, into the actual DEX page. So it's going to be all in one web page. You can do a lot of the features. You don't have to go to a different uh, website. And then in parallel to that, uh, we're also working on our next product, which I can't release. Uh, I can't announce details for at this time, but uh, we're already planning the the launch and the release of the the next product, which will uh, be coming soon. Uh, so, so anyway, that's that's the update. And then I guess the second half of of what you asked for is kind of the governance proposal. Um, I, one thing I think is really great about Juno is that it's purely decentralized, and um, this this proposal was proposed by a community member. Um, this, you know, this didn't go through us and this is not from us. So we, we just kind of just saw it one day and it, I believe it's HODL Juno. Nothing against HODL Juno, um, but, you know, this is not something that we submitted or, you know, deeply knew about. We just kind of saw it. Um, and but but that's what true decentralization uh, looks like. So um, specifically regarding to that um, proposal, you know, we, we can't say, you know, we support it or not support it uh, because we didn't propose that. Um, we didn't submit that ourselves. Oh, okay, that's a uh, good information. I actually thought that was somewhere that came from your team, but it makes sense. Yeah, and I, I guess it's cool to see that um, in Tuno we have such an um, intensely invested community that really thinks about those things themselves and, and comes up with solutions and ideas of how we can improve the Tuno network. Um, though probably might make sense also if it's affecting directly a project to to talk to that project first. Highlander, you have raised your hand. Yeah, um, just while we're on the subject of wind, can I'm struggling to get grasp the idea behind the gauges and the, like. I'm looking at it now, and it's like next epoch in five days. Is this something? Yeah. Well, just to let you explain it for me first, day, and then if I've got any more questions, yeah. please. Thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, great question, and I'm glad you asked it. As I'm sure many other community members listening may have, um, you know, similar thoughts on it. So, gauges, how it's currently implemented on the Dex, is a way to allocate how internal incentives of wind is distributed to various liquidity pools. Um, for example, um, Osmosis doesn't use a gauge uh, system; they have an algorithm that adjusts over time and you know it dictates based on what the algorithm and volume and things like that how how much 
incentives are allocated to the wind Juno pool. I mean, sorry, the Osmo Juno pool versus the Osmo Adam pool. Well, in our decks, it's the community members and it's the stakers of wind who get to determine how much wind is allocated into each pool. And that's exactly what gauges are. So uh, stakers of osmosis, uh, I mean, oh, I'm getting dyslexic here, sorry. Stakers of wind um, will receive governance rights. And that governance uh, right or the voting power can be applied on gauges. And what they can do is they can look at the list of pools that are available on our decks and they can apply gauge weight uh, or apply a certain amount of their votes into a liquidity pool. And how gauges work, it tallies up everybody's votes for, for the pools that they submitted in and it comes up with a final number. So you can, if you go on the gauges now, you'll see uh, like 20 plus percent on the wind Juno pool and then maybe a different percent on the, the wind USDC pool. What those percentages mean is that's how much of the community votes that liquidity pool has received. And um, the rewards are distributed proportionally to the amount of votes each pool received. So if a pool has 24% of the gauge weight, then all of the incentives that are distributed every epoch, 24% of those rewards will go to the liquidity providers in that pool. And in a nutshell, that's sort of how gauges work. And it's a great uh, and decentralized way of uh, allocating incentives. That's a fantastic explanation. Thank you very much for clearing that up. Yeah, no problem. Great question. Awesome. Then maybe let's give the space to Hopper so they can also share with us um, what you have been up to for the last two weeks and, and a pleasure to have you here and hear from you as well. Hey, everyone. Thank you very much for the invite. Uh, I'm so sorry. Maybe I missed uh, the, the last maybe 10 minutes or maybe the first 10 minutes because it was having like some connection problems. Uh, thank God now it's fixed. So uh, maybe I didn't follow the or I didn't hear the questions that were being made, but I would just start with a small introduction um, about the team for those that don't know us, that for the people that don't know who is behind Opers. But anyways, uh, my name is Oli and uh, I'm one of the five co-founders of Opers. And, uh, but I would say that I'm the most publicly exposed. Uh, currently, we have uh, two people in Switzerland. Uh, I'm based in Switzerland too, uh, one person in Portugal and two in Hong Kong. Um, just a small introduction about Opers which is a completely open source uh, and self-funded protocol. And uh, our goal is to provide a truly sustainable solution for the long term, which is ensuring, uh, ensured by the fact that we have built a protocol that offers several products, not only DAX, but uh, we started with uh, NFT marketplace, uh, minting and uh, IDOs, uh, initial DAX offerings, which is uh, going to be launched in about a week. Uh, the, the smart contract part is ready. Uh, the product is ready. We're just uh, missing some, uh, I would say, bureaucratic uh, stuff uh, from our side that is going to be ready to be launched. And all of these projects, uh, all of these products, anyways, uh, converge into a multitude of use cases for our governance token opers. And most importantly, uh, the goal here is really to burn uh, opers token. And I would like to emphasize that every operation executed on the protocol contributes uh, to the deflation. Uh, we know well the duration of sustainability of a simple DAX project and uh, on uh, and their old side economics, which even with the best initial stage help, they soon kind of lose the inflow, the inflow and outflow ratio and enter into a death 
loop due to their unsustainable inflation, leading them to collapse or very close to it. So we wanted really to fight that. And based on the experiences, learning from the from other projects in the in, in the space, we really tried to come up with the best economics ever uh, that can uh, you know that can help us uh, uh, bring this uh, I would say the success and the ensure longevity for the next. We set also like ourselves some key points from the very beginning, such as having very low inflation and as mentioned, uh, burning. Uh, and why not? Uh, one day we might even be entirely deflationary if, if the platform usage continues to grow like this. That's being said, uh, we're already seeing great results of Orbitz since launching our DEX uh, with the last three weeks of continuous progress improvements. And also we just hit uh, all Talham today uh, for, for the token. Which is, I think, uh, it's a great uh, measure, you know, tool to measure the success. Um, uh, as for the DAX, we currently have 22 tradable assets on the DAX, including five ABC assets uh, like Atom, USDC, Osmo, Huawei, and Kuji, which was added yesterday. Uh, these native assets, by the way, pools are incentivized by our own assets, and we have already introduced an external incentive system for projects that want to repay their liquidity providers with their tokens. Uh, this system, for example, is an excellent way to acquire liquidity on the DAX and provide, I would say, a crucial use case for our governance token. Uh, regarding the goals, um, really, our goal is uh, to, to give back to the community. Uh, we started in March, we launched back in March, if you remember, uh, for those for those that remember and that's been following us since the beginning, uh, we've been here around since the launch of the NFT marketplace. And since then, we're really, our goal was really to give back to the community and uh, uh, what better way to truly give something concrete back to the community beyond a simple airdrop or a few dollars but we wanted really to uh, 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 and we want to provide a solid stable protocol that can offer various useful or essential services to a chain and most importantly ensure continuous revenue for users and uh, 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 last but not least add value to the holders uh, i would say that we are committed day by day to moving fast and being reactive in offering always useful and fresh products on the market. And uh, therefore, the goal here is really to uh, uh, keep building a sustainable and stable protocol with a long-term vision. Uh, being the liquidity, especially this one, we want really to be the liquidity hub for Juno for native and non-native asset exchanges and being always able to repay users and open holders. Uh, that's kind of pretty much, uh, I would say, uh, I'm not sure if I missed anything. Uh, as I said before, I missed the questions before uh, because I had some problems with the connection, but hopefully I did answer the question. No, yeah, that was a great oversight. So thank you so much for sharing it. And definitely it's it's amazing to see how far you have come in, in this month and kept delivering and built a product. So Appreciate that's that, super thank cool. I think then we can go in a little bit more to, to the second part of my initial question. And I was like, right now, it seems like the community is about to make a decision of where the Juno community um, allocates its liquidity incentives to build deeper liquidity on Juno. And, and really, it's a decision between having it all concentrated in one place, which arguably has the advantage that a more concentrated liquidity will give more stable prices, but also has the risk of, well, it's one point of failure if that one place we allocate it to fails to deliver. And the other option would be to split it up um, and, and kind of not put all eggs into one basket and and 
have a more diversified strategy. Now, I think that the second proposal here that really kicked off this discussion came from you guys at Hoppers. So maybe you can uh, walk us through what was your motivation behind it and, and why you decided to, to push that on in the forum. I actually have some thoughts on this, which I'm going to say just real quick, uh, and I'll let Hoppers answer that too. I think both is great. We have a lot of, you know, com liquidity in the uh, treasury, the, the community pool that's just sitting there. And DAO-owned liquidity is a really, really awesome path forward for Juno. And I would like to see us explore all options. But that's all I wanted to say. Thanks, Jack. Appreciate that. Um, I would say, um, like... Uh, I don't think there is a problem here, honestly, but I think here's a chance for the ecosystem to grow as a whole. And as you mentioned before, I think it's important to not uh, uh, put like all, um, uh, put like all, uh, all the eggs in one basket, uh, especially, you know, for any type of investment reason. Um, we don't have anything against wind, honestly. Uh, we really love what they're doing. Uh, we appreciate the decks that they have built. And uh, and we love them, honestly. Like we really love them. We don't have anything against them. We always said that we love competition, and I think it's gonna just you know uh, it's, just, it's just gonna make uh, Juno great again. I would say uh, because we started really like in the first beginning. I'm one of the first, by the way. Uh, I got the outdrop of Juno, uh, so I, I really fell in love with Juno, you know, from the first beginning. And uh, I wanted really the you know um, the chain to succeed. I met also some of the great core developers of Juno, uh, including Dimi, for example, we met face-to-face -face in Milan, and he's a great guy. And we saw, like, the, you know, the vision uh, that, that the entire team has. Uh, and uh, what we want here really is, you know, just give more chances to the, to the ecosystem, you know. And um, being here uh, for the fact that we have been providing uh, some useful, you know, products for, for the community, especially, I think it's important to um, to to give more chances to the users too, to the community, a chance for us uh, in this case to provide more value to the ecosystem and attract uh, more you know users from other chains coming from um, you know from all parts. And uh, the real goal here is for us, you know, is not to mimic kind of the success that, for example, PancakeSwap has brought to Binance Smart Chain. You know, we all know what kind of success they brought to that chain. And uh, uh, we want to really like just mimic that success to uh, to Juno and to the Cosmos uh, ecosystem as well. So here, I don't think we have any any problem with anyone. Uh, as you said, we want to really work together uh, with everyone. And uh, indeed, we always say also in public, not only public, but especially in private, we welcome all developers to come and contribute. We have our smart contract side, which is open source. Uh, we have the UI, which is open source. And uh, we really welcome like everyone to come and build with us. So that's pretty much the idea, anyways, uh, and clarify a little bit uh, the situation. Hope I did uh, answer. <laughs> no, that was a beautiful answer, and I'm I'm super super bullish on wind, and I'm super bullish on on hopers and homegrown projects, and like this is this is fucking awesome. This is great. This is the rebirth of Juno. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Indeed, you know, that's Ethereum doesn't go, have one really. decks either. Like, <laughs> Like it's you know that and competition is good. I think one of the problems with JunoSwap is we put too many eggs in one basket. And you know, I think I think we've learned the lessons and and we're moving on. And you know, uh, we we have this massive community treasury and DAO owned liquidity is 
I think extremely important for us going forward. And, you know, we want to make sure we're obviously using this wisely and stuff, but you know, um, let's fucking go. I, I support both, both proposals. I support both of the DEXs and I feel like you guys are also like innovating in your like own unique ways, which I think is like beautiful and awesome to see. I know wind has some like really awesome interchain DeFi protocols on the way. And I love everything you guys are doing with like, you know, um, like initial DEX offerings and things like that. Like more, it's great. Fuck. Yeah. Let's go. You the man, Jack. Thanks. Yeah. I think that's the one thing we, we can all agree on, right? The more that is built on Juno, the more that we can do on this blockchain, the more successful we will all be together in the end. So it really is about just creating an amazing ecosystem being built on this. And, and you cannot do that with one single application or whatever. You need a whole ecosystem of applications and teams that work together. So super nice to see the harmony as well. And, you know, like there's a lot of space for innovation in, in, in the whole. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Jack. No, go ahead. It's fine. Uh, I was just going to say there's a lot of space for innovation in the whole deck space. There's like you know, just, and related DeFi protocols, you know, like, um, I, I, I do think that, you know, Ethereum doesn't have one DEX and that's what made, you know, Ethereum better. And, um, you know, there's, there's tons of in innovation, whether you look at like, uh, Balancer, Zeroac, you know, there's obviously Uniswap is massive, but even Uniswap was made better by competition, you know, um, SushiSwap came along and, you know, that actually forced Uniswap to like, really like, like innovate and you know we want to build that same culture here where it's not just like you know one project that's like the official project it's like um you know we have like this massive community treasury which we can use for dow owned liquidity and bring value back to the users and help like really seed the DeFi ecosystem here and um just tons of respect for both teams i feel like you guys are both going to be innovating in your own ways and i can cannot wait to see how it's developed and super impressed by what's already been shipped yeah, thank you for that. And adding adding to what you guys said, really, um, like really here, thinking about the um, thinking about June ecosystem and not about us or about other projects. Really, if we want to succeed as a chain, we need more uh, DApps built on the chain. But we need chain, we need uh, DApps that the people really want. The people want to use. The more transactions we have, I think, the more value we can, you know, transmit to the Juno token itself. And we can grow as a chain, you know? So I think the more, not only uh, the DeFi side, but any type of industry uh, in the chain can contribute, you know, to the success of Juno. And I think what's really missing, what was missing for us on Juno is having several dApps working together, you know, to bring more flow, to bring more. I think this is really like the most important part in which we should focus on on as a, as a community so i really hope that we're gonna get more products onboarded we're gonna get like dope devs uh, coming to build with juno and what we need is also like a supportive community we should have a supportive community that is you know pushing you know is pushing each other for the for the great you know for the for, for making great products and uh, i really hope that, that that will happen and i think we have all the potential to be among the top uh, chains out there Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we do. And, and it's definitely also a very different um, way that Juno is building its whole up. It's much more decentralized than most of the project. It's, it's a grassroots project, project um, built from the com 
built by the community for the community. So I think this is what differentiates us and, and why Juno is so special. So um, it, it's great to see that, that it's growing and it's great to see that more people are, um, are paying attention to what's going on. Um, I guess with, with that discussion also being through, I would like to open up the stage to anyone um, in the audience. If you have any questions towards the core developers that we have here, Jake and Reese or Antimi, obviously, and if we ha or if you have questions to Wind or Hoppers, feel free to, to request for the speaker role and we'd like to get you up here and answer your questions. While we're waiting for some um, community questions, I'd like to highlight that I think we should make more communication between the subdials more public as well. Um, as like you know, Comms has been putting stuff out quite consistently. Consistently, I think we should obviously highlight the other subdials and and give them a little lift and also mention what they're up to as well. So we created a group, uh, well Demi created a group that we're going to try and focus on and um, try and speak to the other sub-DAOs and, and we can move all together as one because like Jake said sub-DAOs is how we do it and it's a great way to put Juno out there and show the work that we're doing I just wanted to add that to the conversation Yeah, definitely I think we need to see the whole structure with the sub-DAOs more of like the way a company is built up with different like divisions, right? In the end, they still all work together as one company and we have the different subtasks, but in the end, we're all a part of this Juno project and everyone plays their role in it and, and we should all pull in the same direction and definitely it's cool to see that also that um, relationship between the subtasks starts to get closer and everyone starts to work more together. I think the better we are connected, the more we work together, the stronger we get. Still um, no community questions. Just want to ask again. Oh, someone speak. Jake, go on. I mean, surely there has to be some community questions about something on Juno or these two great projects that are up here. Like, uh, someone's got to have something. But if not, we can end it, end it early, you know. It's like... Yeah, definitely. We try to keep it at an hour. So um, there's 25 minutes to to answer questions and, and give more information. Oh, we have someone. Um, farmer, let's get up here. I tried to get to approve you. Can we have an unlimited amount of speakers, by the way? Um, or... I think it will just, yeah, I think you'll so. get a few more than you have. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Uh, my question. Doing great. My question is uh, mainly for Wind, but uh, Hopers could answer as well. But so, if if the pools are externally incentivized with Juno rewards, uh, how will you decide which pools are incentivized? Will there be some sort of like gauge for that as well? um anyway thanks y'all uh that's a good question um there's there's a couple ways to go about that one is it could just be proposed which pools get incentivized and obviously all of this would be uh community driven in the first place so there would be a commonwealth proposal uh maybe you know 
identify which pools and what percent of those incentives would flow to those pools. And then you go and go on chain and that would be the one method. Um, I think it, it could be theoretically possible to do a gauge system for Juno incentives. But I, I think what's really important for that to happen is to have the Juno stakers have a say in how the Juno incentives are distributed and not the the wind stakers because, you know, the wind should control the wind, to, you know, to go to which pools, you know, because there's incentive alignment there. Um, hopefully, you know, there could be a way to do that. But from a technical perspective, and I'm not a technical person on the team, so, it, you know, I'm probably not the best person to answer this, uh, what's technically possible or not, um, that that may be, be a lift uh, to do that. Um, this is possible and we're actually working on some data contracts for this but unfortunately they're not going to be ready in like the next couple weeks so uh you know uh, another I idea we could throw out and explore as a community is like a sub dao that's like sort of like liquidity incentive sub dao we give them some general direction but then if there's like a hot new token that launches you know they can decide to you know put some incentives towards it if they think it's important um yeah, there's a couple different ways to do it. I think long term, I'd love to see like, uh, you know, uh, well, and we're going to see it. We're going to see like a data voting contract that allows for Juno stakers to vote in the gauge system, which will open up a lot of amazing possibilities. But like I said, that's probably going to take like a month or so, at least. So answering from our side um, for, yeah, to answer to Farmer, uh, in this case, we don't have yet um, uh, like native tokens, uh, for example, like uh, I would say, Sorry, um, uh, L1's tokens, uh, pools, uh, like, for example, USDC or Juno or USDC, Osmo, and so on and so forth. But if, the, if, we, if we're going to get them incentivized and we, if they will be incentivized, we're going to make sure uh, to create the open source contracts and in which we're going to send uh, the tokens uh, to, that will be distributed in a, in a trustless way. Uh, but however, like for more technical side, uh, things we're gonna be uh, making like a specific document uh, in which we're gonna be explaining everything and how they how they will be working and so on and so forth. And by the way, sorry for mispronouncing pronouncing uh, the name of uh, uh, Jake. I think somebody from the community DM'd us by telling us it's Jake and not Jack. <laughs> it's okay. I get Jack all the time, so I respond to Jack. I really thought that it was Jack. <laughs> Good though. By the way, it's kind of funny how like you were like, oh, it's gonna take at least a month, or, or like it takes it's gonna take like a month or so, as, as if this was forever. But man, Dow Dow ships so quickly, and this is a completely new feature. Feature, and you're just like, yeah, we have that done within a month. Sorry that it takes so long, man. A month is super quick. So it's just wanted to highlight how amazing the, that is the speed at which Dow Dow is shipping innovation. It's amazing stuff. Well, big shout out to Zeke and Noah, who were who were listening at one point. Um, they, you know, they're they're working super hard on the data side to like ship like really awesome new features. Um, I'm really excited about the new vesting contract and the payroll UI is probably going to land like this week or next. So that's going to unlock a lot of op options for sub DAOs and just DAOs in general on Juno. Um, and there's two types of systems it supports. So it supports. Um, sort of, you know, kind of payment investing contracts, which are really powerful. Um, so that means like we can like fund a project, for example, 
but they don't get all their tokens at once. They, they like get funded over like the course of a year. And then importantly, they like the community has the right to cancel these kinds of contracts. So in real life, you know, when you sign a vesting contract for like a startup or whatever, like if you stop working at the startup, you don't get the rest of the vested, you know, equity or whatever. Um, and I think we need those kinds of systems in, in sub DAOs and, and DAOs in general. So really excited to launch that. And the other one is retroactive rewards, which is like a peer to peer kind of voting system, which I think is going to like really open up a lot of possibilities in terms of like, uh, especially for things like hack, Juno, which, you know, I do where, which I do want to kick off the next round of that again, and people will be able to submit what they do. And then, you know, peers will be able to like vote on like how good the projects are. And that will like determine like the allocation of like what, what people get in terms of, in terms of Juno. So uh, really excited about both those. And also, you know, sort of shout out to wind for building, building that really awesome gauge contract. It's super cool, isn't it? Like being able to have these like gauge systems where you, you can imagine how we might even use that for other things. Like for example, you know, like, months and months from now but you you could imagine how we would decide like incentives for various sub DAOs or various efforts within juno using sort of like a gauge based based system where people you know we we decide how much money we want to spend on the sub DAOs and then you know we vote on what initiatives we think are are most important or the stakers can vote on what initiatives they think are most in, important and that that informs what sub DAOs you know what funds they get so you know the community might be like well we need a lot more marketing and so marketing related sub DAOs you know um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to like he heavily weight those in the gauge system. So really yeah, exciting to see all these possibilities unlocked. And, um, again, shout out to the win team for that awesome doubt out gauge contract. Uh, we're really excited to like integrate that in the doubt out UI as well at some point. Gauges for uh, contributions. Sounds amazing. Good idea. Awesome. You said like the heck Tuno is going to start again soon. So, um, I guess I'm interested. Maybe some more people in the community are interested to hear about this as uh, a bit more as well. Like, um, do we have any any idea how and um when that will be restarted? And you just say people can well, vote on it. Who will be those people? Like, will this be the community as a whole, or I or well, down? like I, like I said, we're still working on the uh the contract for allowing Juno stakers to vote in subdows. Um. And we have a sketch of that, but we got a feedback back from the audit. Audit. We did an audit on it, and it's not quite 100% ready yet. So we need to like fix the issues that were found in the audit. Um, all the other data contracts are like they like really passed the audit. All the other issues have, have been finished, but this particular contract is sort of a blocker on on allowing uh, on allowing that. So I think for V1, it'll probably just be like the sub DAO members um, like voting on like the quality of the projects. Um, but, you know, I, I really do hope to like change it to like a more mixed kind of system where you can have people that are part of a sub DAO, but then also like the community, if they really care about stuff, they can like weigh in with their input as well. Um, so, yeah, in terms of time frame, uh, I think we really want to with the with Hack Juno, we really want to try out this retroactive reward system. I think it's going to work a lot better. Um, and it'll be also a lot more transparent as like how people are voting and like rating projects. Um, and we want to put forward a, a little bit more clarity after I think prop 69 or 67, I forget what, exactly which one, but we do have an open source funding mandate for, for the hack genome sub -DAF. So, you know, contributions will need to be open source, but um, really want to get that kicked off and started again soon. 
Awesome. Great to hear. Um, we have Wrecked Gang coming up. How are you doing? Who's at the mic? Is it Berserker? Hey, yeah. Uh, thanks, guys, for organizing this on such a consistent basis. Uh, I love these uh, Juno community calls. They're, uh, you know, very well done, very well organized. I think the community loves them. So keep up the, the good work at the Juno.com subdow. I had a quick question. I guess it's for personal interest. Uh, I was wondering when DowDow will enable NFT voting, because that's what you know interests us. It's, and I knew it was. I, I believe it's <laughs> actually already live. So if you go to DowDow today and you click create a DAO, one of the options is you can choose like a membership DAO or a token like DAO, or you can choose a new NFT DAO. So go give it a try. Well, when was that live? I checked like last week. This is. I think it's pretty it's pretty recent. So okay, oh snap! Right. Thanks, man. Let, let me let me know if you come come across any issues. It is kind of new, so I'm not you know one like there's always sometimes like bugs on the front end or whatever. But yeah, go go play around with it. Give it a try. Let us know what you think. Yeah, for sure. I wanted to write like a nice spread on why you should manage your NFT DAO on Juno, and I was waiting for this feature, and now it's live. So I'm super excited. Thanks, guys. Okay. Yeah, and a uh, game of NFTs is like happening really, really soon. Like, uh, I believe that's going to kick off in like a couple weeks. And after that's done, we'll have ICS seven two one support. So that means any sort of IBC uh, chain that's connected, like Stargaze or Terra, you want to import like an NFT collection over to Juno to like run it out. That'll be possible. So really, really excited for that too. We're finally getting to the vision of interchain NFTs. Um, so really stoked for that. Um, but yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think on the new NFT uh, DAO feature, and uh, we're we're very much open to feedback. It's it's quite new, but you know, uh, we're really really excited for it. Um, and some other things that are on the way very very soon is uh, we're actually making uh, UI actions for the Duxes on Juno, so Wind and Hopers. Um, so you'll be able to swap your DAO tokens using those Duxes, which I think will be really cool, as well as like add liquidity. So. Again, I'm really excited about DAO owns liquidity. You know, if you if you have a DAO on on, on Juno, you you probably want to LP your token, you know, uh, and and get get those extra extra rewards as income to the DAO treasury. So, and a bit of treasury diversification. So, um, really excited to like have UI actions to allow DAOs to like seamlessly like use Juno DeFi. I, I got a question for Jake. If no one has a a question, yeah, of course. That's all you hear. Go on. Yeah, so uh, Jake, you mentioned that uh, about a month from now, there could be uh, gauge gauges for Juno stakers. Is that right? Uh, what we're working on is like a Juno uh, staker voting contract. That means like if you stake Juno, you have voting power. Right. Um, so it's a, it's a, we, we call them like voting power contracts. Um, and so uh, we're making one of those for, for Juno stakers. Uh, well, we had an early draft, but like I said, the audit found a few issues, so we need to like clean those up a little bit. Um, yeah. So my, I, I was just going to say, my question is specifically related to that: is would the validators be able to vote on like you know the 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 staked assets with them, or would only the individuals uh, who staked I think have the power I think to vote? I think we're actually going to make it so it's just individuals because it's a nice. little bit easier to do, and I actually think that that's a that's a good pattern. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a chance we could implement it so that it works exactly the same way in the Cosmos SDK. But I actually like the fact that, like, 
it's more based on like individuals that actually really care about an issue. Uh, I think specifically about like voting and sub DAOs and stuff like that. You know, we don't always need the same dynamics that we have with like on-chain governance. And I, I actually kind of like the idea that it's, you know, just on an individual va- basis and like validators don't get more votes yep. than, you know. I personally, I a hundred percent agree with that. I think that's, that's really awesome to hear. And, um, it just puts the the power in the hands of every single individual and you don't have to rely on someone else doing something on your behalf, which is what I think crypto is all about. That's great. Yo, this is so cool, man. Like you can snake your NFTs. Wow. Uh, you know what? I think I missed it. Cause you kind of got to scroll down a little bit. Oh, you guys should check it out. NFT voting on Dowdow. <laughs> Yeah, I should probably tweet out about it because I think, uh, you know, if people didn't realize it was that, that's probably probably my bad. But. Yeah, man, we have to push this. I think this is one of the biggest uh, things for the Juno NFT community, right? It's the the one thing you 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 have a hard time to find, especially within the cosmos, and and here you and even outside the cosmos, and here you can do it. That NFTs really give the voting rights in their communities. So that's amazing. We have to we have to share that more, and and show people what makes Juno special and what amazing stuff we have here. Yeah, and Hoper is happy to work with you guys on adding actions for like lifting in your NFT marketplace. Um, let's let's go. Absolutely, we're more than happy to um, to work together and you know just make uh, dope uh, dope stuff for the for the Juno community. Thank you, Jake. Awesome. I think we we have covered a lot. There was a lot of new developments and stuff that has been shared today. Um, so it was a lot of fun and very informative. If there is no more community question, I think um, we we can call it a day here. I'll just give it another 10, 15 seconds. If you have a question, request. If not, I think we leave it. Um, but it doesn't look like there is any more. Oh, there is a question that just came in. So let's give the stage to Lovo. Um, I'm just approving your request to get you up here. Hope this is working. Hey guys. Great to have you here. Welcome. Hey, uh, it's Lovo. Um, I just want to say I appreciate and I love everything that y'all guys doing over here. Hopper. Um, everything I got going on over there. I love it. I'm in a lot of those punk lands plots over there. I just been uh, um, real active daily. Messing around on the Dow Dow, um, the NFTs, that was something that I was wondering about. Y'all answered it. I just want to say that I'm I'm a very grateful investor with you all. I just want to know that I appreciate y'all, everything that y'all do. That's about it. I really didn't have any questions because y'all really answered what, what I was thinking. Um, I ain't going to get too personal with questions, but I appreciate everybody. All right. Thank you so much for, for the kind words. And that means a lot, I'm sure, for everyone who's working here in the ecosystem to make it amazing. So it's always very nice to see people coming up and, and just sharing some positive some positivity and nice messages. So thank you so much for, for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks, Lobo, for the love. Thank you, man. 
I think that's a beautiful place also to end this and um, call it a day and a, a highlight at the end, a nice message. So, yeah, thank you so, so much, everyone who was here, all the contributors that have been sharing insights, the teams, the projects that have been on. Thank you so much as well. And then a huge, huge thank you to the entire community, everyone that has been here listening. Um, without you, nothing of this would be possible so thank you all for for being part of juno and being part of this great community and tuning in tonight so thank you so so much everyone and have a great time have a great week and see you again in the next juno community call thank you everyone lsk fucking billing yeah let's go <laughs> good Thanks, night everyone. everybody well done lucas Peace. thank you thank you everyone thank you guys thank you jake Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Juno Community Call Number Four, organized by the Communication SubDAO, recorded on Tuesday, January thirty first, two thousand twenty three. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org/slash/donate and show some support, man. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two